With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. a good day. Thanks for tuning in to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. And I thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys can always, always hit me up on any one of my social handles on Twitter, whether it's Locker underscore report, on Instagram, Locker Report 100, all small caps. On Facebook, LockReport.com, and also make sure you check out the Locker Talk podcast that's on Facebook. Now, hopefully everyone is safe at their destinations, whether you're at home or work or if you're driving on a bus, wherever you may be. Thanks a lot for tuning in. You can listen to anyone you want to listen to at any time, but for you guys to take out some time to check out what I talk about on this show, talking about NFL news that you're probably not too familiar with, uh, that you don't really hear too much. Well, you don't hear anywhere in one of the major networks, but it's still the NFL. I like to say the NFL within the NFL. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Cannot thank you guys enough uh, for tuning in. And also, you guys can also check me out every day on the, on the Bachelor, bachelornews.airtime.pro. Check me out every day, two shows back-to-back from 2 to 3 o'clock. So if there was something that you had missed, and you want to hear a recap of what I talked about in the show, make sure you guys check out labassonews.airtime.pro where you can listen to me uh, for two back-to-back shows from 2 to 3 o'clock p.m. So hope everyone is staying blessed, ready to talk some football. Now, everything that I talk about is predicated through the NFL Regional Combine. If this is your first time listening to the show, I talk about a whole bunch of unknown guys, and that's why I hear the, the subtitle saying, talking about NFL stars tomorrow today. Get you guys familiar with some names out there that you don't know just yet, but I don't want y'all guys to be thrown off that when you see these big time, you see these players that come out of nowhere, then also and then all of a sudden make it big in the NFL. You guys will not be thrown off. And if you are those fantasy guys out there or fantasy women that play fantasy football, this is a solid show to get into because when I mention certain guys' names, y'all guys will know who to probably pick for the upcoming week. So make sure y'all guys stay tuned. Now. Week four of the NFL was really exciting. Um, each week is always exciting for all fans, but week four was especially exciting, you know, especially for for myself, knowing who the players that I monitor and also promoted for a very long time. And in this match, in this in week four, there was something that's very very special that happened. And we're gonna get it right in here to some good tunes to back it up. Tyrod Johnson. You know, Tyrod Johnson uh, is a very unique, very polished wide receiver. 
coming from from Oklahoma State. Now, um, Johnson came through the NFL Regional Combine process in 2019 when we had our workouts down in Tampa Bay. Johnson was one of the very few players, very few players that were under that was an underclassman that forego his senior year in hopes of getting invited to the scouting combine. Um, unfortunately, Johnson did not, but fortunately, he did get an invitation to come to the NFL Regional Combine. Now, when he went through his workout, he was solid from start to go. It was starting to promote this young man and his talent, um, put the stories out there about his workout, uh, even talked about his pro day that he actually had at Oklahoma State. Um, when he went after the draft, you know, he was able to, you know, find a job right away because he is a very unique talent. He is, I would say, his his speed is almost uncanny. So he definitely has the elite speed quality there. So the Houston Texans pretty much picked him up right away. But in 2015, last season, he pretty much had, I would say, a nice tour around the league because he went from the Texans, then he went to the Buffalo Bills, then he found himself back with the Texans, and then found himself with the with the um, Carolina Panthers until he finally landed with the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, when he finally signed with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, and he pretty much um, in that December of um, 2019, he knew that he was going to be on a practice squad. Knew he wasn't going to get to no playing time really because he spent pretty much the whole year bouncing around on practice squads from team to team. So there's no problem. Get to there, get to the Chargers, made that team. Was with them the whole time during the off season, all through COVID. Had a, a had a solid training camp, but still was on the team's practice squad at the start of the season. Either way, he's still in the NFL. But last week in week four on that Saturday, he was promoted to the active roster. And when he got promoted to the active roster, it was something to behold because in that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he only had one target. He was only looked at one time. He did get on the field to try to return some kickoffs, but they were all touchbacks. So we didn't get a chance to see what he could do as a return man. But one target, one opportunity, one chance, he took it to the house on a 53-yard touchdown. Matter of fact, that was the Chargers' first touchdown against the Bucks in week four. So let me just take you through it. In the first quarter, with eight minutes and 24 seconds, still pretty much early in the game, I would say almost near the midway point of this matchup. Fourth quarter, eight minutes, 24 seconds, the Chargers faced first and 10 from their own 43-yard line. Uh, rookie quarterback Justin um, Hubert took the ball from under center, and he dropped back deep. When Johnson was lined up, he was lined up on the far right side of the field. But when the ball snapped, he simply ran a go route right up the middle of the field as he made his way to the middle of the field. And next thing you know, he put his head down, went into another gear, passed the corner, passed the safety, took the top off, and beat the safety in the covers at least by five yards. Justin recognized him going deep. That's when he would do the ball deep down the field. Johnson was right there, ran to the ball, flawless, caught it in stride, boom. First NFL touchdown. First attempt, first catch, Johnson was able to get some action on that on, on in his first NFL game. And he stated in his interview, quote, 
there was a lot of emotion. I thought about my high school career. I thought about my college career. I thought about how hard I worked to get to this point. I made, I had to make the best of it, end quote. That was a comment that he had made when he knew he got activated that Saturday to the active, the active roster. So Johnson clearly very humble. If you go to locker-report.com and you pull up the week four review, you will see him at his workouts with an image that I had placed in this article breaking it down. When uh, we hear his uh, comments and his interviews, he brings the juice, something that his coach always said that he bring, brings into practice. And so, quote, he said, quote, that, that, that my, that's what my coach preached this week, bring the juice, Voice Johnson. I'm known for bringing the juice in practice, end quote. So clearly the juice that he bring into practice, he brought to a real live game in the NFL in a real contest against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unfortunately, they lost on that comeback win for the Bucs, but I was more happy to see what Johnson was able to do in the NFL. Now that he got his uh, feet wet, the Chargers have a weapon. I hope they use him mightily because Johnson can be a difference maker for this team as the Chargers is building towards something really great over there in the AFC West. Now, Johnson, um, along with Johnson, I mentioned that he's one of the very few. The first two players that actually um, offensive talents that were underclassmen that made it to the NFL was George Farmer and a guy named also Chris Harper. Both players came through the process in 2015, had a stint in the NFL, so Johnson was not the only one. But let's see if he be that one underclassman coming through the regional combine to really make it big in the NFL. But Johnson was not the only one that stole the headline headlines. The actually the big headline was stolen by the tight end who I talked about for the longest time, even talked about during this part of the year and leading up to week four when we talked about the preview for week four, and that is tight for Green Bay Green Bay Packers tight end, Robert Tunyon. Robert Tunyon is a brilliant, brilliant player, very smart. He is, I would say, his wisdom and his football IQ is beyond his age. You know, he has not even scratched the surface of what he's able to do. Now, with Jimmy Graham out the picture for the Packers, now he's with the Chicago Bears, knowing that Tunyon actually have an opportunity to really show off what he can do, he has been showing it this 2020 NFL campaign and pretty much is really – putting and making a stamp, making a stamp in this league, showing that he can have his name mentioned up there with the solid tight ends like the Kersey's of the world, like the George Kittles of the world, also with the Williams of the world, the tight end for the, for the Baltimore Ravens, the Greg Olsen's of the world. So he's really starting to show that he can be that player. Monday Night Football, he had a hat trick. He had three touchdowns. He had six receptions for 98 yards with three touchdowns in this game. Now, for this NFL Regional Combine pioneer, he became the only, the only undrafted player for the Packers in the common draft era since 1967 to have three-plus touchdown receiving, I mean receptions in a game. So he made history that night for the Packers for himself and also for the regional combine platform, because as memory served me, he's the first player that came through the process that actually had three touchdowns in one game. His counterpart, Adam Denlin, had several multiple touchdown games 
but never three in one game. Robert Tunyon was the first one to do it, and he was able to get out there and do his thing. Really happy to see that Robert Tunyon is really showing what he was always been able to be capable of. You know, coming through the process, 2017, he was with the Lions. The Lions, you know, wound up pretty much um, not using him. The Packers wound up signing signing him off their practice squad. He's been there ever since this third year with the Packers. Now he's really showing what he can do in this league, not just for the Packers, but in this entire league. Now, Robert actually is currently tied with Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans for the most touchdowns uh, receptions this season with five. I'm not going to say that he's going to keep up with um, with Mike Evans, but but at least we know that he's leading the league in touchdown receptions. Looking forward to seeing what he's going to do in week five um, in the NFL. Now, speaking of the big-time player from the NFL Regional Combine, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen had, um, I would say, uh, some choice words. I don't want to say no choice words, but I would say he had a motivation for his Vikings uh, last week. The Vikings, as we know, going into week four, did not have a win. Um, they had some close calls there, but no one expect, no one expected the, the Vikings to start off this slow. We thought for sure the Vikings were going to really come off as one of those teams that, that was really going to get out there and show that they are for real and ready for a strong playoff run. Heck, the Chicago Bears is a team and from that division is showing that, they, that they're serious and they want to try to make things happen for this 2020 season. So we thought the Vikings were going to be that starting off. Right now they're not. It's a long season. Anything can change. But when Adam Dillon talking to his team um, that Monday prior before that matchup with the Houston Texans, he said his words, his team responded, and, of course, he responded with a solid performance in that game. Now, Alan Dillon was able to have eight catches in that game and was able to finish with 114 yards and, of course, a touchdown. You know, he have a house in, in every end zone in the NFL that he plays. You know, chances are in every game he's almost pretty much good for at least a touchdown in each game, and he showed that was a leader in that game, and he was very feisty in that game too, very aggressive in that matchup. So that was something that was really awesome to see, how he was in the face of the cornerbacks and the secondary players of the Texans and did not back down whatsoever. So it was really awesome to see how he was able to carry the team on his shoulders and help the Vikings get their first win. Many more wins to come with the Vikings. I really don't see them being down this long or this much, but, yep, absolutely. I definitely see that um, that Adam Denner and the Vikings get back on track, and Adam have to be that leader. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. We're going to take a quick pause. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap up the rest of the action that happened with the players from the NFL Regional Combine in week four, and then we're going to gradually get into the preview for week five and also give a highlight of one HBCU player that played last week in week four. You're listening to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. 
And if you miss the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. Okay, welcome back. The Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow, today. And make sure you guys tune in to the Dr. Larry Show with Dr. Larry Frida. Uh, Dr. Larry Frida takes a look at, at um, politics from a conservative perspective in the Trump era. Listen to him every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com slash LA slash Bachelor and the podcast of his show every day at 2 a.m. and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on AmbassadorNews.AirTime.Pro. So make sure you check out Dr. Larry, very intelligent man. You definitely will be smarter after you listen to his show. Now, back to some good talk with the NFL. And as we was talking about the um, NFL, week four of the NFL, predicated to the NFL Regional Combine platform with the players. And like I said, Week four was a week for the offensive players, primarily the pass catchers, as these guys went to work on the field. And then we're going to just jump right into it with with Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver Keelan Cole. Um, Keelan Cole had four catches in that game for 46 yards. He's really starting to show the leadership that he had always shown since he got there last year. It took him a while to get – Acumen- well, I'm gonna say it took him a while to get acclimated. You know, he really didn't get targeted until week four of last year. Uh, one of those situations where the ball was not getting to him. This year, Minshew is getting the ball. Garner Minshew is getting the ball to Keenan Cole early and often this season. One of the leaders on that team. One of their leaders in the receiving game. And last week, he did not fail. He still kept pushing as he had four catches for 46 yards. Across from him as they played against the Bengals was Mike Thomas, their wide receiver, also coming through the platform when he came through the platform in 2016 when he was drafted by Los Angeles Rams where he spent most of his career, first time with the Bengals this year. He had a reception for five yards. Carolina Panthers wide receiver Seth Roberts, he had a reception for 10 yards matchups. And just for a quick a quick one down, rundown, Nick Mullins, Quarterback for San Francisco 49ers, you know, he had a rough night going up against the Philadelphia Eagles in primetime fashion, that Sunday night game. He completed 18 out of 20 attempts for 200 yards. He had a touch, he drew a touchdown pass. However, he threw two interceptions, two interceptions, unfortunately, and it caused him to be benched. And Kyle, uh, Kyle Shanahan had put in C.J. Beathard to finish the game out. Uh, had a dramatic ending. Uh, could have been a uh, walk away as far as with the 49ers coming back, but they didn't. So the jury is out. Who's going to be the starter for the 49ers? I'm quite sure they're going to make the decision really soon, at least by Friday. So the, the offense will know who is going to be throwing the ball to them when they match up on the field um, in week uh, five. So Nick Mullins had a rough, a rough outing. Hopefully this won't be the last time we see him. We know that Jimmy Garoppolo is starting to come back. Off from his ankle injury, they taking his time because the 49ers don't need him to rush. Have a capable quarterback there to help um, this team to stay afloat as they continue to try to push for a solid, solid uh, run. Okay, now Komar Cruchet Hill, linebacker for the Miami Dolphins, 
he recorded three tackles last week against the Seattle Seahawks. In that same matchup, Vincent uh, Mayweather had three tackles, one for a loss. In the Colts matchup against the Chicago Bears, Kenny Moore the second had a strong showing as he had five tackles against the Chicago Bears and Roy Robinson Harris had a stop for the Chicago Bears in that matchup. So this was a cap, uh, a recap of what happened in week four of the NFL. Now, folks, we're going to jump right into some good stuff with week five. Week five is going to be another fantastic showing, a fantastic week in the NFL for the NFL Regional Combine platform. So as you can tell, I'm excited. The music shifts to another beat, one of my favorite instrumentals that's out there by my man, Nicolet. Okay. Week five is going to be really, really fun. We're going to have uh, Mike Thomas going against uh, uh, the wide receiver for the the Bengals, going to Baltimore, M&T Bank Stadium. At least his first experience in the NFL going against the Ravens. Not to worry about dealing with the crowd because they can be really feisty. But they definitely want to see if they can get him more involved. They really didn't have him too involved last week when they went against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I really believe they're going to try to get him more acclimated and get him involved early in this matchup with the Ravens because they're going to need it. Right now the Bengals is one of those teams that's really hot, one of those teams that's really getting down the engine running. Joe Burrows is having a fantastic year. Right now, my vote for rookie of the year and the offensive rookie of the year, hands down, he's doing a remarkable job. But he's about to go up against a tough Ravens defense. And so he's going to definitely need Mike, uh, Mike Thomas to be that catalyst for him there. So watch out for that. Week five is going to be great. One of my favorite players, like well, all of the players that come through the regional combine are my favorite players because these guys was once unknown, and then they made things happen, and now, boom, they're doing good things in the NFL. But there are certain ones that always jump out. And one of the ones that jumps out for me is Vincent Smith, wide receiver for the New York Jets. Vincent Smith, coming off an injury, started the season off on uh, the injured list. Now he's active. Um, I had, went, had conversations with him during the week leading up to week five because I wanted to make sure that he was going to be ready to um, get out there on the field to help his team get to actually that first win. Uh, the Jets is one of those teams that's always in the hunt, always in, in, um, in for a fight, and never going to back down no matter what. But he's definitely excited to get out there. And from my conversations with him during the week, um, he definitely had said, and I mentioned, and I quote, I'm super excited and motivated to have the opportunity to get and make plays again. It's been tough being out and starting out rough, but we have 12 more games to get to it. Our ultimate goal, we just start with one, end quote. So, as you can see, Smith is very excited. Um, he wanna, he can't wait to get out there on the field to make plays. He is a playmaker. He is has blazing speed, runs a 4-3 in his sleep. And, but when it's game time, he probably run a little faster. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do on the field, knowing that Joe Flacco, a veteran, is going to have the starting nod for the Jets um, this week, knowing that um, their quarterback, Sam Donaldson, is, is experiencing a shoulder injury. So Joe Flacco will get the start, and hopefully they get Smith engine rolling. They're going to need him. And it was really interesting, really interesting to see how the Jets did not go for a whole bunch of wide receivers in, in the draft. They only drafted one. So that really showed to Vincent, also showed to me, that this team have confidence in him, knowing that he can be that playmaker 
that he is expected to be. And so this year, this 2020 campaign is all set up for Vincent Smith to really have a coming out party where he can show that he already shown that he belongs in this league, but he can show that he can be a lifetime lifetime jet or wherever he may land, that he will be a lifer in the NFL and have a long, luxurious career in the NFL. So I'm really excited in this matchup. Now, in this matchup, the chance that he may go up against another NFL regional combine pioneer in Chris Banjo, who is a safety, playing sparingly right now for the Cardinals when the Cardinals come to New York. So they're not going to always be lined up all the time, but they may have some plays where they will go up against each other because Vincent Smith can catch the deep ball very well. Chris Banjo can cover the deep ball very well. Chris Banjo don't bite too much. He's a very crafty veteran. So watch out for a lockup with number 31 for the Cardinals and number 17 for the Jets. So make sure you guys watch out for that uh, for that matchup. Now the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs, they don't necessarily have any players on the team that, that will stand out and be like in awe about. But it's really going to come down to see which offensive lineman from the platform is going to provide the best protection in this matchup. I'm talking about Denzel Good, uh, left tackle for the Las Vegas Raiders, and the center for the Kansas City Chiefs, Austin Ritter. Both of these guys are having themselves a solid campaign this year, pretty much doing a good job and trying to keep their quarterbacks, you know, untouched. Um, Austin is doing a little better. One thing I can say, that Patrick Mahomes do not have a lot of pressure coming in his face, and a lot of that credit has to go to what Austin Ritter is doing. So watch out for these two big juggernaut guys in the middle of the field where you have number 71 in good with the Raiders and number 62 for the Chiefs. So watch out for that matchup there. Now, let's say if Nick Mullins do get a chance to get on the field and play against the Miami Dolphins, he will go up against two two NFL regional combine standouts. Talking about uh, Kumar Cruchet-Hill, linebacker, and cornerback Nick Needham. So watch out for that matchup. When if he get on that field, to watch how the savviness of Nick Needham, who's starting to come along, playing sparingly, not on the on the field as much, but he get his opportunities. But he is definitely, definitely a playmaker. Know how to play the ball very well. So it's definitely going to be a potential chess match if Nick Mullins get on that field. We already know what Crusher uh, Hill is going to do. He's going to be a leader. He always been a leader, even when he was with the uh, with the Eagles. It's going to be really interesting seeing how he's going to do and how he's going to match up. Nick Mullins on the field. If Nick Mullins out in the field, he's going to make sure he gives um, C.J. Bethard um, hell on that field. So make sure you watch out for that matchup. Kenny Moore, corner for the for the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts, about to go up against a hot Cleveland Browns team with some hot receivers and pass catchers. So let's see how he's going to do in this matchup. I'm confident that he's going to do well. He always does. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that now. Before we wrap up on the HBCU side of the NFL, there was one thing that pretty much stood out last week, and that was defensive end Daryl Johnson from North Carolina A&T, who was a defensive end for the Buffalo Bills. Now, each week, Daryl Johnson is improving. Uh, he was a, a raw talent being drafted um, late. Greetings and great day, everyone. I am Elder Janelle Strickland, host. Seeing how he is growing in the NFL. 
his team love him. His his coaches love him. They know that he has he's an untapped raw talent that is looking for that's looking towards seeing him explode because he definitely has that skill set to really really show out. Now, one thing that I love about Johnson, and then when you're going through this process um, from a small school, is that we have players think they could come into the league and be these big time playmakers, and that they can go out there and do so much on this field. When you come in, coming into the NFL, a late round pick or undrafted, teams not worrying about you becoming a star. They have stars already. They already had the players lined up. So if you want to make a, a great impression, you want to have to make a great impression on special teams. Fortunately for Johnson, he knew he he loves and embraces special teams. That actually helped him to sustain a career in the NFL, where he played majority of his snaps on special teams. But he. Every once in a while, he get a chance to get out there with a defensive unit to get him um, those reps so he get to know how to handle himself on the field with a defensive unit because we don't see this young man going to be just uh, a special teamer for his entire career. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you had Alexander, um, um, Lorenzo Alexander, who did that for the Bills for years, for over 10 years, before he became a starting um, linebacker for the Buffalo Bills and made the Pro Bowl. So he made a career of uh, more than 15 years, a long time, being a special team primarily. But Johnson is special. Definitely look forward to seeing him doing great things. In this game, he was able to get a sack. He only had six defensive snaps, played in 20 special team snaps, but he was able to get a sack as he brought down Derek Carr in the late third quarter with three minutes and 19 seconds. He beat his um, when he beat um, Darren Waller, the tight end, to the inside to get to Derek Carr to finish him off for a sack. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars. Players see which ones had stood out and shined in week five of the NFL. Make sure you guys check me out on any one of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore report, on Instagram, Locker Report 100, all small caps, Facebook, LockerReport.com, and the Facebook, I mean, and the Locker Talk podcast on Facebook. Facebook. Everyone stay blessed. Talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.